Are you ready to tackle your goals, like creating a course, launching a podcast, opening a storefront, or growing your team? It's time to take action, and I'm here to help. My name's Kelsey Knutson, and this is the Get Shit Done Podcast. Learn from industry experts, fellow entrepreneurs, and your favorite business coach, aka me. We keep it real and share all of the struggles and triumphs, plus the good, bad, and ugly parts of running a business. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you be inspired and ready to take on the world. Now let's jump on in to this week's episode. I needed to get in the habit of owning my own decisions. What the heck am I talking about? I am talking about courses, e-courses, e-books, downloadables. There was a time back in my business journey in the beginning stages where I thought, a course would save the day for me. And in fact, I would search them out over and over and over again instead of owning my own shit and realizing I am preventing my business from taking it to where I want to go. So hi, my name is Kelsey. I am the host of this podcast. And today we're going to talk about courses. We're going to talk about when you should buy them, how they can help you in your business. We're going to talk about why I stopped buying courses and instead the other type of support that's out there and what I currently seek out as a business coach for myself and for my clients. So let's jump on into the episode. There is a time, I'm gonna start this off by saying there is a time where you should buy a course or a course may be the solution that you are searching for. Here's when it's not. (laughs) When your business is struggling and or brand new and you don't really know why you're doing things and you're thinking this course will tell you how to be successful and make a million bucks from the beach. If you go into it with that expectation, odds are it probably won't get you there. Here's when else not to buy a course. When you don't have the time to do the course and you don't prioritize it. But here are three times when you should buy the course. And in fact, this is what I use today. So to give you some history, I actually have a degree in business, specifically entrepreneurship. I went into the corporate world, ended up opening my own hair salon, and I still sought out courses because even though I understood business, It's different when it's your own thing, you know? Sometimes like we know better, but like it helps to have someone else guide us and help us through. And when I started my business, I felt like I came home with a baby from the hospital and no one gave me instructions. It was overwhelming. So I thought courses would help me out. And now there are three specific times where I think they do in your business. And number one is this. If you're wanting to learn something new that gets you towards your goals. So for me, that was my podcast. When I launched my podcast, Shout out Jenna Kutcher (laughs) if you're listening to Get Shit Done Podcast, but I knew for a long time I wanted to launch a podcast. Prior to this podcast, I actually co-hosted one with a friend, but she had already launched it. I just came and talked into a microphone sometimes, and that was different. So I bought a whole course on how to launch a podcast, and I watched it, and it was very helpful. In fact, some of the decisions I made in in the beginning of that process, I still to this day use, now being the host of two. So I will argue in that situation, a course was helpful and cheaper than hiring like a podcast coach, if you will. And in that situation, I think it made sense. But here's the thing. I'm going to own up to this. Never finish the course. (laughs) So if you are someone who feels the need to finish things uh, and you're looking at a course, maybe having a quick phone call might be a more efficient way to get you there. Just saying. For me, I kind of Ikea Furniture looked at the cliff notes, looked at the drawings. I'm like, I could start a podcast. And then I did. And I learned as I went. So point number one, when to buy a course when you're learning something new and it makes sense towards your goals. 
Number two, when you have the time to learn and implement the new thing. So for me, I knew going into this podcast would be a lot of work. And again, owning the fact that I used to be a part co-host of a different show. So I kind of knew a little bit of the work that went into it. My previous co-host, April, did honestly a lot of the editing and the heavy lifting that I didn't have to do. So I knew it would take a lot of time and it did. If you're want- Sorry, that was my chair. <laughs> if you're wanting to start a podcast and you're pro-conning if it makes sense, I encourage you to hit me up because I'm going to tell you the honest truth of when it makes sense and when it probably doesn't. But if you're buying a course and you're wanting to learn something new, make sure you have time to learn it and implement it because nothing would be worse than taking an entire course on a thing and wasting all of that time learning the new thing and then to never execute on it. I also, one of the courses I bought was about Pinterest. Am I on Pinterest now? No. (laughs) I went through a time where I did prioritize that in my business. I know in time I will plug that back in. But for right now, I can only handle so much. I have more clarity on where I'm going. And Pinterest is just not high on the list for me personally. This is kind of, we're dancing around a topic here, but the core message I want you to walk away from in this episode is knowing why you're doing stuff. And I think if I were to distill what I do for my clients down into one statement, it's teaching them to do that because I realized that there's a million ways to be a business coach. There's a million ways to be a podcast host. Ultimately, you have to do it your way and you also have to know why you're doing it in the first place. And that is such an important guiding post in all that you do. And a course isn't going to give you the answer to that unless it's, I guess, a course on your why. Then maybe I would argue that would. But yeah, make sure you have time to implement the new thing. And then number three, other time to buy a course when you don't have anyone around that can teach you how to do it. I mentioned earlier that if you want to start a podcast, just hit me up. But I mean it. I would argue having a phone call with someone who's been there, done that may save you time and money, or maybe they charge you for the call and maybe the call's a little bit more expensive, but it gets you there a lot faster because they give you customized feedback. So that's something to think about too. All this to say, I think courses are not the be all end all in how to run a business. I think there's a time and place where they make sense, but ultimately it is not something I do anymore. And I've never sat and talked about why. And I think it's important to have that conversation because I know people who have bought courses And then they feel this pressure to finish them. And then all of a sudden now they're spending tons of time on things that are not moving the needle in their business and they're struggling and they're wondering why. Well, my friend, this may be why. So I also want to tell you and equip you with when I stopped buying courses. When did Kelsey have this aha? Unfortunately, it was after buying more courses she didn't finish is the short answer. But what really hit me between the eyes was this realization that the online coaching world, which is funny because I also do coach people in person, but the coaching world, if you're monetizing the thing you know how to do, you can work 24-7 and still never finish your to-do list. You also can research other people who do what you do and add more to your plate every single time you look at their stuff. The short is there's a lot of ways to do this. And I would argue there's no perfect way. There's just your way. So once I got clear on that, like I kept searching for this like magical formula of how to be a business coach only to realize that all that time wasted trying to find the perfect way to do things was actually getting in the way of moving me forward. And so this is a constant thing I'm always working towards is figuring out where is my time best spent and where do I want to go? And I stopped buying courses once I had some proof of concept. So for me, 
once the podcast was up and live, I didn't buy any more. Cor- well, shoot, I did buy more courses. I bought, I bought a course on public speaking. Again, back to learning something new. So for me, that made sense because that's something I don't know how to do. I knew I wanted to do more of. I would argue that course was pretty helpful. And yes, in true Kelsey fashion, did not finish it. But the point here is I changed my expectation in where to find these solutions. And I stopped for me specifically in the coaching side of things. I stopped buying courses once I had proof of concept because no longer was I wanting to be a coach. I now was. And once I was a coach, then it was like, okay, how do I get more clients and how do I continue to grow? And that for me is when I looked into finding a coach. And we're going to talk about the different kinds of support in just a second. But that's where I shifted my question that I was asking the world. Make sense? So when did I stop buying courses? When I had a couple one-on-one clients, so I had proof of concept that my business was worthy and valuable to somebody. My podcast was live. And then the third one, and I've mentioned this multiple times in this episode, and in general, this is something I feel like I talk a lot about, but I got more clear my goals And I also knew how I wanted to get there. And I add that second part because like I mentioned earlier, especially in the coaching space, but any business, there's a million ways to do the things. If you want to, you could probably build an entire business strictly on TikTok. I'm sure someone has done it. If you wanted to, you could probably build an entire empire through Pinterest. Jenna Kutcher preaches it all the time. So if you're wanting to make large impact have a successful business, whatever that means to you. There's a lot of ways to get there. And there's a lot of noise if you allow yourself to look for it. And I just feel courses courses target people in a way because it's, I'm going to give you like the truth from my perspective as a business coach. It is such an efficient use of my time. If I build a beautiful course and launch it and I have tens of thousands of followers and I just talk about it occasionally and I maybe run ads to it, I get paid for nothing. I get paid for that front end work I did. And then nothing. So from a business perspective, it's a great business model. But here's the deal. You listening to this episode, maybe a course isn't what you need right now. And that's what I'm hoping to get across to you is I want you to know what you need when and why. I talked to so many people. I talked to someone in the DMs a couple days ago who wrote a book and wants to promote it. She asked if I could help her. Very nice person. I want her to be successful. But at the end of the day, that's not my wheelhouse. And I would rather her be successful. So I sent her contact information of someone who works with people who self-publish. That is her niche. That's what she does. I sent her her way. But all that to say, so many people come to me asking for one thing, but what they really mean is something else. And they don't know what they need. And I encourage you to figure out what you need before you engage with people like me, people who have courses, people who have podcasts. Because at the end of the day, we all have a bunch of offers and maybe we deliver it to you and maybe it's not what you actually needed in your business at that time. So I want to equip you with the tools to make these decisions for yourself so you know what support you need. In order to do that, I think we have to talk about the different types of support because courses are just one of them. You may or may not know, but I am getting married in a couple months, which is crazy. And part of that involves growing my hair out. I have a section of my hair that is much shorter than the rest, and I am on a mission to get everything at the same length. And to do that, I've been adding collagen into my daily routine. I throw it in my coffee in the morning so I don't forget to have it. Plus, it makes it taste delicious. I'm currently loving First Form's chocolate flavor. I have it linked in my show notes if you're interested in grabbing some for yourself. And it's also crazy 
that my nails are growing like a weed too. I knew that could potentially happen, but it's been really cool to watch it happen. So if you're in the market for a product that can help you grow your hair, clear up your skin, grow your nails, this is the one for you. Plus it tastes really good. I actually kind of have it broken down into three. And again, we talked about why I bought courses. We talked about when I stopped buying courses. And now we're just going to take a little pause here and we're going to talk about defining the different types of support. And then I'm going to share with you what I actually do now and what I encourage most of my clients to do as well. So support to me looks like three different things. There is the DIY, which to me would be like a course that you pay for. It could also be this podcast. Maybe you listen to this episode and then you go and take action on something else. Maybe you listen to someone else and you take action on what they mention. So a DIY do-it-yourself type of support is exactly what it sounds like. You're doing all the work. You're just paying for someone to tell you how to do the work. And that's great. And you can see now, I'm sure as you're listening, how that can be a great solution for someone who's very early stage in their business or wanting to learn something specific. I probably could do a course on how to launch a podcast, but love you listening and people listening wanting to start a podcast again, just hit me up. We'll have it. We'll have a call because that's more my speed. But again, teaching someone to start something new for the first time, a course is a great way to do that. Then there's done for you. And that can look a couple different ways. Oftentimes, it is going to be contract work. So for me, I have contractors. I also have a W-2 employee as well that works for me, my assistant. A done for you means they are doing the work. And guess what? In the podcast world, That was the first thing I wanted to outsource because editing each episode, typing the show notes, plugging it into Libsyn, all of those logistics took time away from things that I am better at doing. If I would kindly say I am not great at editing, I'm sorry if you've listened to episodes one through 10, but I knew contracting would be for me and that is done for you. So they're going and doing the work for you. What else does that look like? I have a client right now who is a fractional C-suite person meaning she works for businesses, her clients are businesses, and she physically does the work for them. And then she has multiple people she does this for. She does it in the marketing world. So done for you means exactly what it sounds like. They do it for you. And then the last one is done with you. And that is what coaching is. So that's where someone like me is coming alongside you. That is where someone, you know, a mentor, if you will, someone who's been there, done that, walked further down the road, and they are helping you do it. But here's what's cool about the last one. And the very first thing I said about this episode, as a business owner, and this is what I am fighting to encourage my clients to figure out for themselves. As a business owner, you have to own your own decision-making, which means me as a coach, you listening to this episode, I can't tell you what to do. I, I mean, I could tell you what I would do if I was in your shoes. But as you're growing and evolving into this leadership role, because that's what being a business owner is, you have to come to a place where you know how to make decisions and why you're making them in the first place. And at that higher level, when you're in that space, that's where a mentor or a coach can be a great fit because it gives you a second opinion, some support and some tools to help you in making that decision and then executing on that decision But there comes a place where you have to grow beyond these courses that are solving a very core specific problem that you're asking versus giving you the guidance to just confidently make decisive decisions. And I think that's the biggest up-level glow up, if you will, in business is when you can step from A to B, when you can go from, 
oh, Kelsey, I just need to figure out TikTok too. You know, I'm actually revisiting our entire marketing strategy because I've realized we're not serving our target audience and there's something wrong here. So we need to reassess what we're doing. I have one client right now who all her eggs are in one basket, which I would argue is a little risky, but her methodology behind that was I don't have the time and bandwidth to master multiple platforms and I want to do one and I want to do it well. And I respect that. And here's what's cool as a coach. There's no perfect right way to do things, but I help people be more confident in how to make these decisions in business because that's what it takes to run a business. And that is the shift that happened in me, in my business. Instead of me looking for someone to hold my hand through the entire process, tell me what next step to take, I learned that the answers lied within myself. And I just had to, A, say them and seek them out, but B, I had to do it. I had to do the work. And sometimes it's not fun work. Sometimes it means reaching out to people who have told you no. Sometimes it means following up with someone who you feel has quote unquote ghosted you. Sometimes it it feels like pitching in front of an empty room where it feels like no one's paying attention. It can not feel great, but some of those core activities are so important in your business and it's just not something that a course is gonna teach you well, I would argue. So we kind of defined the different types of support do it yourself, which again, courses, podcasts, books done for you, which is contracting, or maybe you're buying like a package. Maybe a contractor could be someone who does your website. I've also done that before and done with you, which I would argue is coaching. So if we define those three, that's where those lay. Now I want to share what I do now. And this is what I encourage my clients at the level that they are at. This is what I encourage them to do as well. Instead of seeking out these short-term answers, I just need a masterclass on TikTok. Lemonade. Have you seen Lemonade? I'm going to take a webinar on Lemonade. I'm going to buy a course on how to be a guest on podcasts because that sounds really cool. Instead of just doing all of that, I encourage them to do this. Pick one, one podcast a day that will help you move the needle in your business. So for me, full transparency, one thing I'm actively working on in my business is actually my sales strategy. I didn't realize newsflash business owners, I didn't realize we were salespeople until recently, more recent than I would like to admit. And because of that, that's a muscle I'm wanting to build. Not enough to buy a course, but I I seek out podcasts that can help me improve my process. So I pick one a day. That way I can have that ability to execute on what I learn and I'm not inundated with ideas. And there was a time and place where Kelsey was collecting courses and Kelsey was also binging all the major podcasters and not a lot of action was happening. And if you find yourself in that boat right now, it's okay, but you need to get off because it's gonna prevent you from actually taking action and getting you where you wanna go in your business. So instead of listening to 10 podcasts a day, maybe it's one, and maybe on days where you're feeling extra inspired, maybe it's two, but go for quality over quantity and really try to pick things that are filling the gaps that you have in your leadership and in your business. Number two, I put myself in rooms where I am the dumbest, poorest person. And I know I'm in those rooms because the conversations are intimidating. The uh, attire is more professional. (laughs) For those not watching, I'm wearing literally a t-shirt right now. But I purposefully put myself in rooms where I'm around people who have walked further down the road than myself. And I also enjoy being around people who are outside of industry. And I actually like being around men, male business owners, because 
all of my world with my communities, which I love. A lot of it is female oriented, which is great, but I just like being around people who are different than me in a lot of ways. I feel like there's value there. And I constantly put myself in those rooms and I shut up. And this is something I actually learned from point number one, one of the podcasts I listened to. I actually, I try to ask more questions and be more engaging so the person can speak versus just talking about myself. I used to be really intimidated when I would be in these networking opportunities and I would just word vomit on these people until hopefully they understood what I did. But there is power in patience and quiet confidence. And so I've been practicing that. That's something I've been doing. And I focus more on just listening, asking them questions, asking them how they do it. People love to talk about themselves. So I give them the space to do that. And the last thing, the most important thing, if you take nothing else away from this entire episode, before you go buy that course, or now maybe somehow I've convinced you that coaching might be a great fit for you, before you go and do that, I highly encourage you to revisit your why and your goals. Because at the end of the day, like I've mentioned throughout this whole episode, a course can help you quickly understand how to do a thing. But you need to know why you want to do it in the first place. And I just feel like we live in a world with so much support ideas, motivation, education, online education, training, which is great, but it keeps you from knowing why you're doing stuff in the first place. And I just encourage you to know that. I think it's important I think anytime you're feeling overwhelmed, it's because it's in conflict with your why. I feel like anytime you are unsure what kind of support you need, it's because you don't know what your goals are. So at the end of the day, revisit those things. And then maybe a course is for you, but maybe it's not. And I hope this episode gives you another filter you can slap on anytime you are in a free webinar and you are for sure being sold to to buy a course. I just want you to pause and make sure it's going to be the best fit for you because at the end of the day, I want you to get shit done in your business. Okay? That's all I have for you. Here's what I want to do. If you're listening and you're like, "Kelsey, I would love to buy a course. Guess what? Don't have one." <laughs> we don't because we do a live course, if you will, cuz it's DIY, but we really focus on community instead. That's a core value of mine and it just feels better for me. So if you're listening and you want some extra support on how to figure out something specific in your business, I highly encourage for you to join our community, the Get Shit Done Club. We meet in there once a week. We go live, but it's very engaging. There's all kinds of stuff happening every day between the members. Sometimes I'm not even starting it, which is really cool. And I highly encourage you. So if you're listening, we have a link in the description and you can click right on that. But that's all I have. I hope you have an amazing day and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it was valuable and prepared you to take bold, decisive action. And remember, there's no shortcut for the show up. So go do the thing. Check out KelseyMarieKnutson.com slash podcast for all the notes and resources we mentioned in the episode. If you found the podcast extra helpful, please leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, or share it with someone who needs to hear it. As always, I love what I do, and it's because of you. That's all for now. Let's make this month matter and get shit done.